0: presents Punditocracy's actual news for the week of November 5th, 2007 I'm Gavin Lessig and Attorney General nominee Michael Mukasey doesn't think waterboarding is torture but is a huge fan of the Saw movies. Hey I'm just saying and now, actual news. Cornhold. KU defeated the Nebraska Cornhuskers 76-39 on Sunday, extending the Jayhawks' undefeated season to 9-0. Some record-setting and breaking highlights from the game include the 76 points scored by KU were the most ever allowed by Nebraska, Kansas's 48 first half points were the most allowed after two quarters by Nebraska. The combined 115 points were the most in a game involving Kansas and most in a Nebraska game since World War II. Kansas's 34 first downs tied the school record set against Washington, Missouri in 1923. Kansas broke the school season scoring record of 384 points set in 2003. The attendance of 51,821 was a record for Memorial Stadium. Herbie the Husker's Campanile sniper rampage following the loss was the most accurate marksmanship since Charles Whitman's 1966 effort in Austin, Texas. The noise level in Memorial Stadium has scientifically been determined to be louder than the 20-megaton explosion above Tunguska, Siberia in 1908. And Mark Mangino is now statistically tied with George Washington, Jesus, and that guy who invented TiVo as the greatest human being who ever lived. I've got more sins than a Chinese phone pig. No fucking business, because because it's for you, right? I've got bigger titties than you do. I've not seen my willy in two years, which is long enough to declare legally dead. Sorry, you, I'm a hey, you! Sorry. I farted. gou to rest. Robert Goulet the famous crooner known for his rich baritone who rose to stardom on Broadway while playing Lancelot in the original production of Camelot, died last week while awaiting a lung transplant in a Los Angeles hospital. He had been battling interstitial pulmonary fibrosis and was 73 years old. Goulet was a Grammy and Tony award-winning performer, frequently headlined Las Vegas stage shows, and appeared often on TV and in film. More recently, he had made appearances lampooning his own Vegas lounge persona in The Simpsons, Tour Story 2, and commercials for Emerald Nuts. Since celebrity deaths always come in threes, observers are really hoping that Celine Dion and Wayne Newton are next. Tony Bennett will be performing at Goulet's funeral, dancing on his grave. da da dee da 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 dee da da ba Robert Gouldley! <music> what would Jesus sue? The father of a soldier who was killed in Iraq won nearly $11 million in a verdict against Topeka's Westboro Baptist Church last week, with a Baltimore jury deciding that picketing a funeral to advance an anti-homosexual agenda is not protected by the First Amendment. Albert Snyder sued Fred Phelps and the Westboro Baptist Church for unspecified damages after members demonstrated at the March 2006 funeral of his son, Marine Lance Corporal Matthew Snyder. Westboro Baptist believes American soldiers are dying in Iraq, because the United States is too tolerant of homosexuality. Members of the church stood outside of the Maryland courthouse during the trial holding signs reading, God is your enemy and God hates fag enablers, while singing God hates America to the tune of God bless America. Westboro Baptist hoped to call God as a star character witness in the trial, but God declined. Explained a defensive holy father, "Hey." I've got nothing to do with those douchebags. When Fred Phelps took the stand to defend his belief that homosexuals were responsible for the deaths of soldiers in Iraq, he clarified he was specifically talking about Dick Cheney, Karl Rove, and George W. Bush. Good evening, godless sodomites. Even as more bodies and little pieces arrived from Iraq. Think 9-11. Think Katrina. In a word, you turned America over to fags. They're coming home in body bags. Now sing your pagan hymn to fag America the beautiful like this. You are going to hell. Amen. For more timely, topical Bible commentary, go to GodHatesFags.com, GodHatesAmerica.com, and PriestRateBoys.com. Q and A-hole. Outrage grew last week over the fake news conference held by FEMA during the California wildfires, with both the White House and Homeland Security Chief Michael Chertoff blasting the Federal Emergency Management Agency for the, quote, dumb and inappropriate faux conference. The agency arranged to have FEMA employees play the part of reporters at the event held during the height of the wildfire crisis and question Deputy Director Vice Admiral Harvey E. Johnson. The questions have since been ridiculed for being soft and gratuitous. I'm very happy with FEMA's response, Johnson said in response to one pre-screened query from an agency employee. Later in the presentation, Johnson showed a video of what he said were FEMA employees bravely struggling against the fires, but it was clearly just a DVD of backdraft. We're very disappointed in FEMA for attempting to mislead the public by staging this phony press conference filled with biased yes-men posing as journalists said Chertoff at a press conference attended by Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, and male prostitute Jeff Gannon. You're doing a heck of a job. file 36-year-old Tour de France champion Lance Armstrong has been spotted on several occasions spending time with and making out with 21-year-old starlet Ashley Olsen. The former cyclist, and former child star of Full House have been making the rounds in the gossip pages thanks to multiple eyewitness accounts of their public displays of affection around New York City over the past week. In other creepy celebrity dating news, Dakota Fanning was recently seen necking with the frozen remains of baseball legend Ted Williams. From Islamabad to worse... Pakistani President General Pervez Musharraf declared a nationwide state of emergency last week, plunging Pakistan into an atmosphere of martial law in which hundreds of anti-government critics have been rounded up and imprisoned. Musharraf, citing the threat of Islamic fundamentalism, has suspended parliamentary elections and fired a Supreme Court justice who was set to rule on whether his recent re-election was constitutional. Opponent say Musharraf, a 1999 coup leader who had promised to give up his army post and become a civilian president this year, imposed emergency rule in a last-ditch attempt to cling to power after feeling threatened by the return of formerly exiled Prime Minister Benazir Bhutto. The U.S. State Department cited this display of contempt for democratically elected co-equal branches of government from a president whose election was to be decided by the Supreme Court, as well as the suppression of dissent under the guise of combating Islamic terrorism, as yet further proof that Pakistan is the most Americanized country in the Middle East. William Butler Yates can eat it. At a Los Angeles courthouse where she was attending a hearing about sharing custody of her children last week, pop star Britney Spears, responding to a reporter's question about how the hearing was going, Screamed, eat it, lick it, snort it, fuck it. Sociocultural anthropologists immediately hailed Spears' remarks as the ultimate distillation of Western civilization's Epicurean excesses and moral ambivalence, a stunning rebuke of, and simultaneously postmodern embrace of, the spiritual vacuum of the 21st century. Philosopher and linguist Noam Chomsky, upon hearing Spears' towering oratorical achievement, slit his own wrists in a state of academic ecstasy. When reached for comment of Spears' breakthrough as a spokesperson not just for her generation, but of all humanity, Bob Dylan responded, I give up, man. The Nobel Committee convened an emergency summit in order to strip Al Gore of his peace prize and hand it over to Spears. At the acceptance ceremony in Oslo, Norway, Spears stumbled to the microphone, wiped vomit from her mouth, and screamed, Who the fuck are y'all? Where's my goddamned Gordita? The normally reserved world dignitaries in attendance rose to their feet and provided 20 minutes of thunderous applause in response to yet another sublime expression of truth. Miss Spears then passed out face first into the crotch of United Nations Secretary General Ban Ki-moon. Leave Britney alone! The day the Lindsay Lohan jokes died... After last-ditch negotiations called for by federal mediators fell through on Sunday night, Hollywood writers are now officially on strike. The negotiations between the Writers Guild of America and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers ended after about 11 hours, with the Guild announcing soon after its plans to picket every major studio in Los Angeles, along with Rockefeller Center in New York, where NBC is headquartered. At issue are the huge profits from DVD sales and internet distribution, which, under the pre-existing contract with the Guild, writers see next to no residuals from. Immediately affected by this strike will be late-night talk shows that are written the day of their taping, such as The Late Show with David Letterman and The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, which will go into reruns starting this week. These writers are so dumb that they won a gold medal at the shit-eating Olympics and eat their own shit and are probably queers, and they weren't even as funny as Howard Stern anyway. A special note to our listeners, since our actual news writer has also gone on strike, the previous joke was written by a scab willing to cross the picket lines. He's an itinerant with a drug problem who will work for half-eaten sandwiches, and he'll be taking over all actual news duties from now on. Frankly, we don't think you'll notice any difference. Listening to Punditocracy's Actual News for the week of November 5th, 2007. I'm Gavin Lessig and Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Can somebody please settle this strike? I mean, Jesus. I can't work like this. Fucking unions. Get a real job, hippies. You don't see this crap at Walmart. Isn't Tash Hartley still on the books? Anybody? Anybody know? You know who we need to handle this crap? Pervez Mushar. That little bastard knows how to deal with uppity types. Riders Guild. <laughs> what the hell's a guild, anyway? Are they playing Dungeons and Dragons or something? God. Hippies. What? Ah, god. Ah. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Baba Bowie. Baba Bowie. Baba Bowie. Baba Bowie. Baba Bowie.